Welcome to another episode of It's Just Pennies. This is the Stock Whisperer. Before you enjoy today's episode, let me just state this. I am not a financial advisor, so if you're looking for financial advice, please seek an investment professional. The episode that you're about to hear is strictly for educational and informational purposes only. Hello, OTCers. Today's episode is brought to you by PSG Good Works. On August 21st, from 9 a.m. until noon, Penny Stock Gurus and his friends are doing a back-to-school giveaway. They will be giving away at least a minimum of 1,000 bags with school supplies in it, maybe even more, at Our Lady of the Lake University in San Antonio, Texas. Now, if you can't be there but would like to be a part of it, you can send a cash app to Penny Stock Gurus. Again, that's Penny Stock Gurus. I'm going to spell it for you. And it is dollar sign P-E-N-N-Y-S-T-O-C-K-G-U-R-U-S. Again, that is dollar sign P as in Paul, E-N-N-Y-S-T-O-C-K-G-U-R-U-S. And in the comment section, you can indicate back to school giveaway or that you heard about the back to school giveaway on the It's Just Penny podcast. Now for today's episode, we're going to focus on previous week movers, the dates from July 19th through July 23rd. So let's go ahead and dive in and discuss what ran, why I think it moved last week, right? So on Monday, NSAV moved around 36%, actually moved a little bit more. They had some news come out. Also, NSAV, they have a, their go live date is August, I think, 8th or 9th. So the dollar amounts and volume might have been remaining strong, and I think it's going to continue to remain strong up until that date. And then hopefully we get more news and more updates to keep the, uh, the momentum going. H-I-R-U, it moved about 30%, and they let out government contract news. This is one if you were able to get in when they were on that, um, what I call the naughty list, right? When they had the skull and it was on the gray sheets, you probably are up several hundred percent because it has moved close to like 2% and lately has been floating between 1% and 2%. MSMY moved 20% on Monday. And honestly, I just feel like this is finally getting the, this stock is getting the, the necessary attention that it deserves based on what I was able to discover. And as one I mentioned previously, they have a few good things going for them. And I just think now that as people are moving away from stocks that may have been pumping dumps or companies that are not showing any interest in doing the filings, stocks like MSMY are starting to get the appropriate attention that they truly deserve. LCLP moved 37.99%. It's one that's probably in the last two weeks. I mentioned a few times they had some good crypto related type of news if my memory serves me right. And people just like it. I know, I think they have a small reverse split coming up with hopes of afterwards trying to get on the NASDAQ. Only time truly would tell. F-E-R-N. It moved 27% and they released some crypto related news and people liked it, right? The, The volume was there and the movement was there. LTNC moved 20%. And this one has been getting beat up. It's one that has been going back and forth on social media, but it's rumored that filings may be coming and 
Some volume came in and it had about a 20% pop. Rounding off Monday, DRNG moved another 52%. I didn't see any news or any other updates, but it was one that was mentioned on previous episodes. And I just think people are just gaining and just accumulating bigger positions, hoping for a bigger pop. Going to Tuesday. Tuesday, DRNG moved another 40%. They tweet, they sent out a tweet indicating that the notes, I believe, have been bought out or will be bought out. And that caused a lot of interest. A lot of times you'll see these companies have all these debts or notes and it can rub investors the wrong way, right? People wonder how are they going to pay these notes off? Are they going to have to dilute? Um, are they going to have to maybe cut, cut some deals that does not benefit the shareholders? And so it looks like with DRNG, according to the tweet, the shareholders are going to be okay and won't be impacted. CRSM moved 29%. Now, this one actually deserved or it was a bounce because on Monday, they had a significant drop. And I think it was pretty much a overreaction from investors. And I say that because basically the company let out news or updates pretty much indicating that no significant news won't be released for a few weeks, right? And in the OTC world, a lot of people don't really like to wait around or they feel like they can always come back. And so that news caused a massive dip. Now, if you're one who has patience, one who understands uh, what the company has been doing. And especially if you're able to get in low, that dip really didn't bother you, right? You were just able to use that opportunity to embrace the dip and accumulate more. FBCD moved 24%. It's an SS Monopoly play. What we know with FBCD is that SS Monopoly has indicated they've uh, finalized a list for three possibly options they have for FBCD as far as who can merge into that particular stock. I think right now, as we come close to that August and September deadline, and we know that SS Monopoly has said they will be having filings in before any deadlines uh, take place. I just think people are, you know, starting back to get uh, not only interested in SS Monopoly plays, but gaining better positions, right? And adding to uh, previous investments and previous positions they've already had. And then rounding off Tuesday, we have ASCC. It moved over 400%. It it was a news play. It was one actually that I mentioned on the channel. For me, it was a day trade, right? It was one, I'm not going to act like I was familiar with it and caught it out a long time ago, but it was when I was able to see the news. And with the way it was trading, I was able, you, you know, you're able to get in and play that pop and actually move pretty significant. I think at one point it actually tested or went over a thousand percent. But I know for sure it went over 400%. And the news play was related to some vodka, for my, if my memory serves me right. And along with that, it was a low float. So low float with good news equals daily runners. You know, something to definitely keep in mind when you're looking for that cat catalyst and understanding how to play them. Going on to Wednesday, GLCO released their first filings in years and it moved 50%. PBYA released some more filings and it released and not released, but it uh it had a good movement of 20%. AAPT moved another 15%, which is another SS Monopoly play. Probably probably one of two other SS Monopoly plays that are fairly low and and just now starting to get more and more traction. 
GMER released news and it went 18%. And then rounding off uh, on Wednesday is J uh, JPEX, also known as JPEX. They released, uh, there was a reverse merger tweet that um, was connected to them and it went up about 71%. Now, other than GLCO and, G, uh, and JPEX, you may say like, hey, or wonder 20%, 15%, 18% on some of the other tickets that I mentioned, it doesn't seem like a lot. And what you have to also consider is singles add up. And I said that on other podcasts, and I'm going to continue to say it. 20% of 10 grand is still $2,000, you know, especially if you were able to get in PB, like a ticket like PBYA in the trips and the low subs when I mentioned it. I mean, you did the proper DD. That 20% is added on to you already being up several hundred percent. So don't be fooled and feel like you always got to be in something that runs uh, 100% or more. Sometimes it's just keep keep adding and keep hitting those singles and letting them add up over time. And trust me, those home runs will come. Thursday, EGOC moved 25%. There's a lot of merger speculation and updates out there, and it's one that I definitely like, and I'm being patient with, and it's also one that I can see if they're able to complete the merger based on the share structure and how it trades, I think it may it may move very nice. Now, if there's any delay or the updates aren't as pilling, we may see a drop off until further information comes out. HDBY moved 25%. There was some lawsuit news out there that I saw connecting them with Intel or that they're going at Intel. Um, I'm hoping I'm explaining that correctly. And it moved 25% on previous episodes that where I talked about understanding the catalyst and being able to identify the catalyst. Lawsuits is one that can play a role with this stock movement. So it's one definitely if you're able to see some news or you're able to see or uh, research the rumors and it's lawsuit related, especially when the smaller company is suing the big company and has a legit case. You will nine times out of 10 see a see some significant movement. H.A.L.B. moved 100 percent on news. It's one that I believe is in the biofield. They have a lot of good things going for it. And it's one where if they're able to really, truly have a breakthrough on their testing, it can be a nice, nice move, especially with that share structure. NSPT moved 22%. It's another SS Monopoly play. Now, this one is actually lo lower than AAPT. I know sometimes people don't like to buy stocks that already are over a penny, but AAPT, NSP, um, NSPT, and AAPT are two that are still under a penny. And what we know is that SS Monopoly are they're working on mergers and acquisitions for all the tickets that that they are related to. INCC it moved twenty percent on news acquisition updates that was released. It looks like they they have completed the the merger or excuse me the acquisition that they hinted about last week. Now if they're able to put that in a filing in a timely manner, along with some of the movement they have already had. I think that it's going to be a good mover. I say that because a lot of people right now, they're a little hesitant because companies can put out an update on Twitter. But if it's not in the filing to them, it's false. It's not true yet. So I'm looking or I'm hoping that this month, as we end the month of July, that INCC go ahead and put a filing out this month just to confirm 
what they already announced, and that was that the merger has um, been completed or the acquisition has been completed. Now, what's also going to be appealing if they do put it in the filings is identifying the terms. Hopefully, they didn't have to give out a ton of shares or any shares at all, but we'll see. Going on to Friday, B-O-T-Y, again, as B-O-T-Y, it moved 68% on some Roku, which is R-O-K-U, related news. S-D-V-I, it moved 80% on filing and um, current updates. F-E-R-N, one that I mentioned, um, I believe it was on Monday, it moved 23%. Now, F-E-R-N had a strong Monday, and then it's ending Friday strong with another 23%. But in reality, it has had a strong two weeks. It's been running and moving and accumulating very, very solid in the last two weeks. And it's something that you definitely want to keep in mind, especially since it's blockchain crypto related. And you want to just keep your eye on it because I think not too long ago, they were in a different field or pursuing something else. So just checking to make sure one, you're not getting caught in that, what they call FOMO, right? And two, you're trusting your DD, right? So they're going in this field and just making sure you check, have they identified the companies? Are they just putting it out there? And you got to be able to come with a sound decision. Now, if you were able to get in in the trips, I believe it's over a penny, maybe even testing two, you're up big, right? But if you're one that you're still unsure and it's in and it's already moved a lot, trust your DD, trust your conscience and go from there. It may move even higher, but only, like I say before, any time truly would tell. And all we can do is just hope they're executing their plan and their new interest in the direction that they're going. AAPT moved another 20%. Again, it's at SS Monopoly Play. And I think a lot of people who have patience, especially with AAPT, are going to be rewarded very well. I think with all of the SS Monopoly plays, given their reputation, I think we're going to see significant movement, especially as the September deadline come in with all the companies have to have their filings in. And ideally, if if I had to bet, I would think SS Monopoly is trying to target maybe even getting the mergers and acquisitions done prior to so they can do all the filings at once and not have to go back and update anything. Rounding off Friday and then rounding off the rest of the week is ILST. It moved 39%. There was a tweet out there basically saying they cut a deal and they have a merger candidate has been identified. It's one that it traded very well on Friday. It may continually to trade well on Monday. You may actually see a gap. Now, what you're going to see typically on Friday, on the Mondays, is that maybe some tickers, they released some news on Friday, especially towards the end of the day. They start getting pushed by certain groups. They actually, some may actually truly be legit. You'll see a gap up on Monday and then it'll be a pullback. So if you're not in any of these tickers, do not get caught up in trying to chase Look for an entry on a dip and play the pop. I'm not a financial advisor, but it's one where I'm going to actually explain when I dis- discuss my process in, a, in a, a future episode. It's one where entry points matter. I say that a lot on the Telegram. I actually say it a lot on Twitter that you can get caught up in chasing a stock that is a quality stock, but you bought so high, you're not getting the benefit of it. And you may feel like you've been pumped and dumped and you may feel like you get the short end of the stick. Now, you can't always hit a home run, right? But you can you can ruin an opportunity 
to get a single chasing a stock and getting a bad entry point. I can't trade for everyone. You know, I can't give out that licensed financial advice, but I can definitely say you should always consider getting in on a dip, especially if it's like at the high point of the day or like the 52 week high, or excuse me, the 52 month, the 52 year in high, right? The yearly 52 high. You don't want to get caught up in being that one that's thinking it's going to go higher. It may go higher, but just don't be that person to buy and push it higher is what I'm saying, unless you feel very, very strong that it's going to go much higher. Now, if you're buying because you think it may be a runner, chances are that's not a good reason. You know, the best runners, the best day trades are the ones that happen organically and it just happens. You may get in one where you're buying, you're thinking it's going to be for a, uh, a double, right? Or even a single, you're looking for something that's going to go up 15, 20% and it just shoots up. That's are the ideal runners, not the ones where it's already up three, four or 500%. And now you find yourself buying in because you're like, oh man, this might run another five to a thousand percent. Now you're playing, you know, you're gambling, right? Now you're taking that risk of buying something that's already moved 500%. And then if it tank or is it pullback, you're in full panic on, do I average down? And you may have not done the proper DD or you're trying to figure out, do I, do I cut my losses because I got in something I know deep down inside, inside I should not have gotten. Just something definitely to keep in mind. So I hope by me reviewing some of the, the tickers that ran in the previous week, it gets you ready for, for Monday and, and what to look for. Like I said before, understanding the catalyst, being, uh, being able to identify the catalyst will allow you to make sound decisions whether or not a true a ticker deserves your investment. Something to keep in mind. This concludes today's episode. As always, if you can, please rate, write a review if the platform you are listening to allows you to do so. If you have any questions or topic requests or would like to even be a guest on the podcast, please email me at pennystockwhisperer at gmail.com. Again, that's pennystockwhisperer at gmail.com. Other than that, have a good day and see you later.